0: Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
1: Low ride! Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and chuck today we're gonna talk about well basically what to do with your prepping supplies um maybe stashing them how to you know keep things a little bit more secure so when the roving gangs or mobs or whatever come looking for you you know you have stuff a little hidden away now we did touch on this in an earlier episode but Sit you know, back and enjoy. I yeah,
2: think you're gonna like it. I think we've uh, we've talked about um, I, this is this came from uh, from Tristan and we got an email about this. All right, um, and he was talking about listening to martial law episode. We were talking about uh, you know government organizations seizing your preps in an emergency. So well, what did he say? Well, he, basically, he was uh, he was talking about you know the. Uh, um, how would you hide your long-term preps? And 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 he was talking about the uh, secret survival garden episode we right. did, uh, hidden caches, and um, those different types of uh, ways ways that you would hide hide things for 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 future use. But what he was concerned about is like your overall preps. You know, if you have right. you know shelves and shelves worth of food and ammo and things like that, how do you conceal that from somebody that's breaking into your house trying right. to find something?
1: Well, you know, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you really need to find a way to secure your things. And I got to say, I feel like it's more and more timely. Um, Today, you know, they were supposed to... Today, when we're recording this, is actually uh, August 1st, which they were supposed to release all the uh, 3D printing uh, gun plans that Cody Wilson, I think, was the guy's name. But all of a sudden, Trump is like, oh, no, that sounds so scary. People could be making their own guns. And what he doesn't realize... It's already legal to make your own guns. Right, you can manufacture a gun for yourself as long as you can legally yeah. own a
2: gun. No problem yeah. and, on your own. And you know, big news: the secrets on how to build guns—they're already out there. They're already out there. Yeah. there. There's no secret. You can build a gun in your basement with with pipe and a piece of wood and a rubber band. You it, know, it's, it's not... not. Yeah, it's not
1: rocket scientist mm-hmm. Science. All right, but so. Luckily my hero Mike Lee who actually really does a good job in the Senate and defending people mm-hmm. he stood up and he goes I literally just saw this proposed law to make it illegal to publish you know anything on whatever he goes he goes like like 2 minutes ago he goes but the first line says it shall be illegal to publish and he goes let's just stop right there mm-hmm. he goes whenever you propose a law like that Right. There's a problem. hmm It's America. And right. that's the whole point. So, that said, you know, I know you can get into the weeds and, and child porn and, oh, well, we have to have some kind of... No. Stop. Right. Shall not be
2: infringed. Mm-hmm.
1: Need I say more? But...
2: Right. And that's why the Second Amendment exists for the, you know, is now, to protect the First th- Amendment.
1: This is where the, the stash thing kind of got me going. So... I flip on, I'm actually in somebody's house and they're watching CNN and this jackass commentator on CNN says, I don't understand why we can't regulate the internet. Russia, Iran, and China are selectively regulating the internet all the time and they have no problem. Why can't we be more like them?
2: Yes. This is a fucking genius. And I'm like, love this guy. You remember when you turn on the news and you would get news (sighs) instead of like stupid, up, well, uh, poorly thought out opinions?
1: Yeah, why aren't we more like Iran? That makes fucking sense. Or Putin, who CNN loves Russia, right? Right. Oh, Russia's great. They're great. They're our friends. We could be like them. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, no. Trump's a Russian spy. Yeah. Wait. Well, let's... Then I see all over my whatever, Facebook page, stupid shit, whatever, says um, stupid Florida has already confiscated guns from like 284 people using their red flag law. Right. Now what that is is in New York we have the same type of thing. It's the you snitch on people for no apparent reason, they get no due process, and you come and take their shit. Mm-hmm. This is a problem.
2: Yeah. This, and isn't, I say,
1: this is not uh, the America that I know and love. I, I say we're heading down a dark road. Um, so to talk about you know, maybe keeping your things, if not hidden from the government, let's just say secure so that you're not inviting confrontation with your neighbors. There you go. Right? Doesn't that sound that like a good. value we can all get behind? Mm-hmm. You know, I just peace, love, and happiness. We all want to get along. Right. You know, Woodstock, the yeah. whole thing, right? Yeah. All right. I mean, you guys work that out. I'll cover you if, when it doesn't work. Right. Sniper rifles in the skies, people. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm talking about. But, you know, that's the thing. Anybody snitching on anybody, it's an ugly world, and you got to, you know, keep your uh, preps close to your chest, if you mm-hmm. will. So that that's all I got on my little rant, my little damn The government trying to take shit from people and damn Trump when he freaking says, oh, well, you know, we can do due process after let's just get the guns out of their hands right now and And then then we'll sort out giving them back
2: because that always happens. That's how the government always operates. We're just going to run this tax to catch up with this and then we'll get rid of it. Don't even worry mm-hmm. about it, you know? Do you remember when income tax became a thing? It was only for the rich people. Well, only the rich people well, had to fuck pay those it. Those guys. Yeah, fuck those guys. That's how it got passed. And now it's fuck everybody.
1: All right. So, moving right along. Now, do you have like categories? How do how do we do this? How do we approach it?
2: All right. Well, let's think about the the types of thing that things that you're that you're storing and what you need to hide because uh, you know, if if you're, things, your, things, yeah, if you're things, talking about little things, If you're talking about a handgun, if you're talking about hiding a couple boxes of ammo, they have this those cool shelves you can buy. Yeah, this you know, is really the, the episode for that. No. We're talking about the big bulky items.
1: Bulk items, mm-hmm. so like toilet paper.
2: Toilet paper. Yeah. There you go. See. Mm-hmm. Uh. Now. Uh, all right. So first off, let's let's talk about. Um, let's talk about in your home. Okay. Where can you hide things in your home? Um, false walls. Let's, uh, now I know you're thinking, like, well, how much can you fit in a false wall?
1: How much can you fit in a false wall?
2: Well, I can tell you because I. You've I, done it. I am, yeah, I'm going to let you in on a secret. I have built a false wall in my house. Oh, my Lord. And it's, uh, you know, it basically got a, uh, The the wife wanted a like a nice barnwood accent wall. I know which wall I'm gonna look for. Yeah, if you break in my house and you find my address and you come here and you're willing to get shot and come in my house, then you will know which wall to to. It doesn't sound
1: as nice when you say and you're willing to get shot. Now that does not sound friendly. Listen, hey,
2: red flag, red flag. I'm the person that you need to call. See if we did a drinking game tonight, it could be the red flag. We to, yeah, and I'm gonna take a shot for that. All right, Jameson All right. for everyone. Yeah. So basically, what I what I did was uh, I built an accent wall. Okay. Now it was it was uh, it was two basically what it was back to back a wall that already existed. All right. Two by four frame wall. I took the drywall off. Built another two by four wall there. That's a bit about so seven inch. Made it a inch, little wider. Yeah, seven right. inch space there. Yep. Um, yes. Then I did uh, barnwood, you know, uh, slotted. Basically, uh, it was basically a, like a one by sixes, you know, with the what it, you know to get an idea of what size it was. Okay. Slats, right? You know, horizontal. And uh, I have it sand it down. Obviously, you don't, you know, you gotta be careful with barn wood, because some of it's weak as shit. You want to get something that's got, you know, got some meat to it. Whatever. Wait, 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 don't we watch that show with Chip and JoJo? Is it a shiplap? Shiplap? It's not actually ship lab, no. no. But, I get what you're saying. So, basically, uh, two of these boards come out. They're not secured. Right. And it's stuffed in there pretty tight, but I drilled, like, I went through the wood and found the knots and basically drilled out the knots so that the the grain of the wood kind of blends it in. Okay. Then these two boards can come out, and then you have access to... uh, It's basically about a um, uh, 10 by 8 wall, Mm. 7 inches deep. Now,
1: and what you did is you stacked tuna fish from floor to ceiling? Tuna fish? from No. That's
2: actually not what I did. There's There's rolls of toilet paper. There's a uh, yeah. There's there's food, and there's ammo in the wall. And that's basically it. Now, the great thing about uh, MREs is that's real long term food okay. storage. They're not cheap. They're not really cheap. They don't taste good, but uh, you know every one of them's uh, about two thousand calories. You know it'll it'll keep you alive for a good long while. All right. I've never been able to eat an entire MRE at one.
1: Well, I like that they come with their own poo paper.
2: The, the own poo paper. They got candy in there. Oh, I like oh, candy. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. But I can I can stack those things, you know, right up floor to ceiling. All right. And I don't have enough MREs to stack from floor to ceiling yet. But, I mean, it's coming along. It's coming along. So, uh, the uh, all right, but, you know, that wall does stand out. Okay. it doesn't look like any of the other walls in the house uh, you can also do drywall though the problem is when you drywall something in drywall isn't something that's that's so easy to repair right so you you basically if you want to have it hidden you're gonna have to break the wall to get it to out. get to it right, right. I, I don't have any of those walls in the house but I mean it, it for for certain things that could be good you know right. for ammo for uh, handguns, for you know, even even rifles, you can you can fit in there.
1: How many? But, uh, we've seen the stairs where they put
2: the drawer in each step. Right, love it. I you love that. You can fit idea. a lot of that food is, storage in yeah. there. That is though, not an easy. No, not an easy thing to do. No, I, I feel like I could do it if I if I had a week to work on it, but it's not it's not something if you you're know, not a handy guy, it's not something I you can love build yourself.
1: Jackass, waste your time projects. Right, you probably didn't know this yeah. about me. Yeah. Turns out I got volunteered that I'm making some kind of half moon cradle. Turns out it's like, like think like pallet board kind of on the sides, but you can't put babies in pallets. Mm. Uh, what the hell? Toxic, whatever. I don't know. But then it's okay. Come on. And then, oh, dude, it's bad. So. Mm. All right, tell me about this. Let, let me tell you about four hours. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, but well, no. For me, it's like eight hours, mm-hmm. and then let me tell you about 150 in materials, mm-hmm. and I could just give them like 200 bucks and be like, "Yeah, here, right. leave Here's me alone."
2: Now,
1: now, nah, nah. yep. So, but that's the kind of thing you're looking at when you want to do these custom stairs, right? Stuff like that, or serious false walls, where you know Kevin's like, "Well, you don't want to unsheetrock it." You know what? That's the way you're going to really be invisible from people, right? When it's a serious commitment. When you want to do the nice custom door that, Oh, it's part of the bookshelf and I touch it and I look on the internet and the whole freaking shelf opens up. Well, they charge like 10 grand to do that. And do you know why that is? Cause the work you're going to have to put in to do that on your own and make it hang off the floor right, and sit and just make it right. Look right. Not make and, lead yep. marks and look seamless when it shuts is serious work. It's mm-hmm. a real time commitment. Um, you know, setting up the hinges, things like that. If you're really skilled and know what you're doing, you're looking at like 20, 30 hours worth of work. Right. you're, looking, you're at, looking at yeah. $500, $600 minimum of, of, you know, materials. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking about quality, nice stuff, like a lot of it looks like, you're talking about sometimes even 1000 thousand, two thousand $2,000 in materials.
2: Right, right. So, you know, realize- There's a big difference in price when you're talking about pine and you're talking about oak. Yeah, but but that's the thing too is you gotta
1: realize the commitment you're willing to make for whatever. Now, something like that, you're gonna have easy access. You know, you can walk in and play with your guns all the time. You can keep them oil, open it, close it. Oh, I'm gonna grab the AR, we're gonna go out for the weekend, close it, everything's nice. But you made either a serious time commitment or a serious dollar commitment. Mm -hmm. And same thing on the flip side. You're cheap, I'm poor, whatever. Well, then, you know what? Cut out that freaking sheetrock wall, sheetrock it back in. Right. Those guns are hidden there forever, mm-hmm. and you're safe for whatever you want to do.
2: Right, right.
1: It and all now, comes at a price.
2: You right, know? exactly, exactly. And I'm I'm the cheap motherfucker, but you know the thing is, I'm also you know pretty good at building these things. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, another another idea with that is, uh, you know, you always see people hiding things under the floorboards. Right. You know, that's and it's not even a bad idea. And you just look for the creaky one, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the rule? Yeah, well that's actually how you would find it. If, uh-huh. if you're walking around and you're looking for a hidden floor thing yeah. and something creaks, that's yeah, that's uh-huh. a giveaway. All right. But what just if tracking. what if you put it in the ceiling?
1: What?
2: What if you go down in your basement and you've got uh two by ten joists, ceiling joists.
1: I see how somebody could have that.
2: Yeah. And you close it in. You drywall right over that. And, you know, you can make panels. You can wait, make anything ask, so that the, comes down.
1: If it's in your basement ceiling, is it also in your floor? It is. It uh, is. There you go. But when the access is from the bottom. Right.
2: That's right. what you can talking about. And you could build it both ways, too. The same, right. You know. But
1: you're, you're not going to have the creaky in the floor right. when it's in the
2: ceiling. Right. So. Now, uh... Before we get too deep into this, but you like my little turnaround there. Now, I I have, uh, you know, all right. If hypothetically, okay, you thought that having uh, food and ammo was a good idea, and you also thought having um, uh, gold, silver, cash as a thing. All right, you you don't want to have a heart a- heart attack. And nobody knows where the shit is. You know? You're gonna have that. to You're going to have to share a little bit about this.
1: I have a friend mm-hmm. who tells me, oh, I have this much money hidden here. I have silver coins hidden here. I have a handgun hidden here. I have a spare key outside my house hidden here. I have another stack of cash hidden here. Can you just remember that? And I go over to his house like once a year. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, he's like, so if I die, you can. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah.
2: now I don't know if you've ever seen the the TV show Arrested Development. Um, Somebody I, goes to prison. I think I yeah, I think I've watched maybe three episodes. All right, and when he goes to pray, prison, he he was telling his his son, wink wink. He goes, remember, there's always money in the juice stand, and they're all broke. And they figure out that there's a big insurance policy on the juice stand. All right. So they burn it down. But I what he was man. saying, he, the reason he's insured it is because he stacked $100, $100 bills inside the juice stand, and they burned it all up. So, I mean, you having— look in the juice least, stand first? Yeah, at least share maybe with close family members where they can access these things if you have something valuable. That's, that sounds that's like worthwhile. a good idea. All right. Um now another way that I've I've done some stuff as far as uh, hiding things, okay, um, is a you know garage attic, and just put it in, in cardboard boxes that say Christmas decorations, you know. No, if you're looking for food, you're not going to bother with those Christmas decorations no. in the in the attic. You know, now do I have
1: to put like a wreath or some garland or
2: something on top? You can Lights. get it as crazy as you want to. Yeah. I, I, it, mine is just a cardboard box. If you open the top of the cardboard box, you'll see it. But I mean, All right. get crazy, All get right. crazy with this. I love that. Whatever I want. Yeah. Tell right, me, no, I and think, email me how crazy you are. I want to we, know. We about mentioned
1: it. in the previous episode, but we talked about waste pipes. Uh-huh. And extensions and different things connected to the plumbing, mm-hmm. Bl- you know, bringing it out a little bit, and having a fake. You know, these things are all options.
2: Right, right. You can run PVC waste pipe that st- starts nowhere and goes nowhere in your basement, and all you have to do is is disconnect it and pull it down. Right. You know, and you can hide all. Yeah, you you can't fit an AR fifteen in there, or but t- you can any- hide a lot of things in there. I can break it down. You can let me stick tell some, you about yeah. how I do that. Yeah, you can stick some granola bars in there. Get huh? crazy. I don't know. All right, um, but not
1: if there's poos running through it. <laughs> yeah, you don't
2: want you don't want it connected to anything. Um, all right, so uh, so I mean, a good way to do that sort of stuff is is make it easily accessible, but not obvious, not visible. You know, okay. I I have a uh, a stack of cash you know, a stack of 20s that I could walk in from my front door and have it in, in my hand in less than five minutes. But you don't know where, you know, the, the trick is where do you go to, you know, what do you open? What do you close? What box? What what cans of paint do you have to move out of the out of the way? You know, that sort of stuff. So, I mean, hidden in plain sight is, a, is now, definitely a Now, if I lift a, up that room
1: fan over there and look in the pipe, am I going to find a stack of 20s? <laughs> I'm not going to discuss it any further,
2: Chuck. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, now, the main thing that you worry about during martial law is they're going to come into your house. They're going to go down to your basement. They're going to go into your pantry. They're going to take the shit that you have stocked up. But uh, you know, a lot of the things that a lot of places they're not going to initially look are, you know, outside, the outdoor buildings, um, maybe a root cellar that you have in your yard. Now, I was reading a book uh, not too long ago called *The Road* uh, by right. Cormac McCarthy, and it was basically there was a, a nuclear war, apocalypse ended, a guy and his son survived. And they're just traveling to the west coast to try and find something, somebody that's still alive. And uh, as they're going from place to place, he, uh, the main character, steps steps on a piece of ground that that gives way a little bit, and then lifts back up when he walks walks past it, and he knows immediately what it is. Right. And it's a uh, basically it's a piece of plywood covering stairs that go down to a root cellar. Okay. So he pulled it up and there is all sorts of stuff in there. And uh, you know, down there they have uh, Diet Cokes and food, you know, all sorts of storage down there and whoever it was that planned that stuff is is no longer existing. And uh, you know, if you read this book, you're going to want to yeah, you you're going to want to kill yourself by the time you're done. It's yeah, it it's it's good. dark. Yeah, right. it's a dark book, but it definitely has a lot of ideas on how to look for stuff. Okay, and um, you know, having something like that where you can just slide a piece of plywood over the over the stairs that lead to it to access it, and throw some leaves on top of it, it's it's not going to be you know especially if you have a good sized piece of property. Right. You know, it's if if you have a, a postage stamp backyard, maybe that this isn't the idea for you, but you know, if you've got a couple of acres. And you can set it off to the corner of the the lawn somewhere. I always wanted to get in on, like, the
1: ground floor building of a house Mm -hmm. and really set up a tunnel through the center block wall. You Uh know, have the, oh, we can just kind of move this finished wall here. Mm -hmm. And we got the whole tunnel or the little storage room.
2: Every once in a while you hear stories about this, uh, about a a house that's uh, surrounded by the, you know, ATF or, you know, whoever it is. And uh, they'll shoot that house all up and get return fire, and then then things will go quiet. And they'll wait it out and wait it out. Then they'll gas them. Nobody comes out. They'll and go then and they they'll burn raid all it.
1: the kids. And wait, didn't that happen in? Well, no, I'm talking about a different Not type Waco. of Waco.
2: Yeah, no. And okay. they'll go in there, and there's nobody there because okay. they're all gone. If you were in Waco, maybe that would have been a good idea to do that they instead of putting all that. your kids to death and every, and yourself, whatever. I'm not saying that that David Koresh is responsible for starting the fire. It quite possibly could have been the FBI. They did an investigation, and the FBI found that the FBI was not at fault. Surprise. That's right. So uh, I'm not laying blame at anybody, but it all could have been avoided if they added an escape tunnel. All right. So, yeah, the old uh, bomb
1: shelter uh, store...
2: Yeah, root cellar. Root cellar is the word I
1: was looking for. Exactly, Mm -hmm. any of that stuff. Now you also mentioned, if like somebody was to have, or you mentioned to me in an earlier discussion, that if somebody was to have a room that they keep their angry pit bull in, Mm -hmm. that might be a good place. You kind of, you could just leave the shit out on the
2: closet, you know, on the shelf in there. In Texas, you can own tigers and lions and shit. Okay. So, I mean, maybe you've got the, you know, got the lion den or the tiger den uh, with your preps. Maybe you have an 800 pound gorilla. All My right. tell me son suggested a, a war gorilla with body armor. Everyone's talking about pit bulls, but what about a gorilla? I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun to me. I don't know what the rules are on owning uh, mountain gorillas, but.
1: You, you know, feel like some. Hey, how how get hard behind. can
2: it be? You know? All right. Now. What about containers, though? If you're gonna store outside, if you're gonna store in a, uh, a root cellar, uh, if you're gonna store outdoors on your property, you're gonna need something waterproof that you can store this stuff in long term. Uh, Tristan, that uh, sent us the email, okay? He brought up uh, the 96 gallon uh, trash cans on the wheels. Yeah, you know, and uh, suggested maybe stashing that around your property. You know, fill uh, bottom half up with preps. And then a trash bag with you know stuff that's not gonna rot you know maybe just pack it full of you know styrofoam whatever make it look like garbage when somebody opens the lid, and those things are I mean they're waterproof. People do walk by the obvious you know the hidden in plain sight. Yep, and I think that's a that's pretty great idea. I've got three trash cans on my property that I don't think anybody but me has opened up in the past five years. I don't think anybody wants to open those up. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Fully committed to the to only putting non rotting garbage in there, so it's it's a little some of those are a little bit gross, and that's why I don't open them up. Uh, but you know those Rubbermaid Tupperware bins okay. are pretty good too. I mean you can't just bury it in dirt. I mean shit'll get in there. But if you have a, a space, you know outdoors, under some sort of a, a cover, you can have those Rubbermaid bins out there all all year long. Yeah. Uh, the ammo ammo cans. Yeah. Those are great. Those and great, they have them with make
1: sure yeah you get them with the rubber seal inside. Mm-hmm. And you know
2: when they clamp shut they're yeah. pretty solid. And Tractor Supply is selling those right now for cheap, 8 bucks cheap. a piece. And
1: they do have the rubber seal. Yeah, they have they, the they're seal. They're pretty decent. Uh-huh. Um I actually use them for ammo. Who yeah. know.
2: Yeah, I mean I wouldn't bury them in the ground for for a long time, but if you have them, you know, sitting out, sitting someplace that's... Turns out you can fit a lot of freaking 22 rounds, even in those little ones. You mean those ammo cans are good for storing
1: ammo? A lot of 22 rounds. Yeah. I'm um, just saying, I was like, oh, 1,000 rounds. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, I could fit a lot more in there. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, 5,000 rounds. I could still fit some more in there. Yep, yep. You can
2: pack it. Uh. Do you? Uh, are you familiar with those job boxes, those big steel boxes? Yes. They can get their heavy duty.
1: They usually orange and say rigid on them, right? And they actually leave them on the job site. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, Lock they're em. so big that people are lifting them in and out with like a forklift or right. whatever their machine, whatever right. it is. It's not something you really
2: uh, want to carry very far on your own. No, you know, even the smaller ones. That's why they're not worried.
1: Heavy. Like somebody's going to pick it right. up. You're and not going to run off, with, off it. with it.
2: Yeah, those are great. Those are excellent. You can leave that out outdoors all year long. And if it's on a, a piece of property that's near you or your own property that's you know out of the way, that is a great way to store stuff.
1: Now, you still want to keep it out of sight. You don't want it to say, hey, I have this big secure box here. Right. It's kind of like the safe in the house. Right. People are like, "Oh, that's you know what I want. That's there. where the good right. shit
2: is. Mm-hmm. And the idea is not necessarily keeping somebody from being able to break in, but keeping somebody uh, – from being able to find what yes. they want to break into.
1: And then in a way, I mean, it's nice if it's secure too. Right. But right, and those
2: job lot boxes, if you they have are, a good padlock no, on It's there, not easy. Right. No, I'm you're with not you there, there. Mm-hmm. but I'm just saying. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the idea is to keep it from being discovered, you know? Um, you know, tarps are also a great, great way to store things outdoors. I think they're underrated. I have a lot of, a lot of, Stuff that's tarped down, even even just tarping down your firewood for the uh, for the winter. Now my you know?
1: problem is like I don't want to put the tarp on the Harley because freaking then chipmunks and shit are in there all moving the in.
2: Yeah, time. that's like, true. Well, that's true.
1: I find I'd rather leave it out exposed than, mm-hmm. you know, then come out and find oh look what's living in the seat. Yeah. You know,
2: well you've got a, a good little, uh, a good little uh, cover Pen set up, set up yeah, now. right now. Yeah. Uh, what do they call it? A carport. I, I look a little white trash. Uh huh. There's nothing wrong with that. No. And you know, the more junk and shit you got around your property, hey, the less the less they're gonna investigate. You know, I think that's a that's a net plus. Yeah. All you white trash motherfuckers out there that have garbage and fucking trucks that don't run and all that sort of shit around your property, you fucking geniuses. I love you. Love yeah. it. Um. I want to talk about uh, stash spots, though. Uh, when well, we're on the topic.
1: All right. Now, this is something outside our property.
2: This is something that, uh, you know, I, I can't. I can't speak for where you live, okay, or where, what your, you know, what your situation is. Uh, I'm lucky that I have a, a good, you know, 300 acres of of woods attached to me. That's 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 zoned as wetland. So, nobody can build on it. That's not necessarily wetland. It's wetland part of the year, but there's, you know, areas back there that definitely are not wet ever. And, uh, now, you might want to have a stash spot. You want to have a stash spot that nobody's going to find. But you also want to be able to access it without being discovered doing it. Right? So, you're going to want to, it's going to want to be out of the way. Now, is it on the way to your bug out location? Is it, Someplace only you know that if you're in a bad situation, you know how to get there and access it? Is it something that you have marked with a GPS that it's so out of the way that you can only find it with a GPS? But, you know, if you have an additional location.
1: And that seemed to be the trick in uh, Breaking Bad. Mm hmm. Yeah. Turns out in the desert, you can be there one day and then the next day, I don't, yeah. don't fucking know. Yeah.
2: Somewhere. And nobody will, yeah. And nobody's going to walk past it or. You know, there's, there's just, it's just too too out of the way. And, there's and you know, you, if you think about it, I'm sure you can come up with five or ten places. It doesn't have to be within ten miles of your house. It doesn't have to be within a hundred miles of your house. I mean, hey, you do you. But uh, now what what might you want, though? What is stuff that you can take out of your ready available preps and store in a location that you may or may not access? Now, what i was thinking about when i set up mine is 3 years okay you want something that can be untouched for 3 years and then restocked if you want to be uh maybe not maybe, you know maybe it's just abandoned but it, you know you might want to have some things that are that are valuable enough in there um cash is is one thing you know and you might not want to have $1000 worth of cash that you can't use. You might not be able to afford that, but right. I guarantee if you ever need to access that that spot, you're going to be kicking yourself that you didn't put more money in there. You know, even $100 is better than nothing. But, um, all right, so let's talk about a three-year storage in a hidden location off-site that, uh, that you can access and, and is available for you. All right, so what are we going to have? Uh, let's talk about... First off, let's talk about food.
1: All right, I like food.
2: Now you don't necessarily, obviously, uh, size is is a, an issue, right? So we're going to run through. We'll talk about a couple of different things, and oh. and you might want more or less of one or the other.
1: Now, like when I do, like from my Patriot Supply, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they'll have one month for ninety nine bucks. Mm-hmm. So a month of food is a decent amount for a stash, right? They come in those big Tupperware tins. Mm-hmm. So, it's maybe, I don't know, maybe 18 inches by 36 inches by maybe 10 inches or 8 inches high.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: it's rectangle tupper, Tupperware. Right. So, I mean, that wouldn't be too hard to store, stash.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you thinking? And Well, I mean, those things are, that's perfect. It's 100 honestly. bucks. It's mm-hmm. a month. So, yeah. if there's four of you, it's a week food for each
1: of you and your mm-hmm. party.
2: And what I'm thinking about with this stash is living completely off grid, in the woods, away from anybody, without having to get to you know get to anything. Right. Without you know being self sufficient. This is what I would want in in an all purpose you know long term kit. Uh, you'd want food storage. Now with a three year supply, you're kind of limiting yourself on what food you can get. But uh tuna fish will last for three years in a can
1: All potted right.
2: meats spam you like potted canned meats. vegetables i potted meat is disgusting uh, but I'll tell you what man when you're out there and you you're uh, a little bit short on food that's a great way to go great yeah. source of protein and uh you know you can choke down just about anything when it, uh when you need to i you know i uh, I have a little bit of experience on that being hungry and uh the only thing you got is spam. It tastes. It tastes amazing. Um, uh, you're also gonna need uh like a water filter, water straw. Those are small. You can. Water straw. Whatever. There. Like, yep. uh, maps and compass. A map of the area that you're placing the 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 thing. Like compass. that. Compass. That's all small stuff. Um, headlamps. You say headlamps. diamonds. Mean, I love the headlamps. They're amazing. You know, you can go out and have both hands at night. Gather firewood. You know you're not carrying a flashlight, and you know if you store AAA batteries separate, you know not connected to anything, that they'll last five years. Yeah, you can. I mean, throw throw. Uh, you know, if you have a headlamp that has AAA batteries or any type of battery really, just keep the batteries separate and have it there. You mm-hmm. know, you're talking about a, a fifteen dollar investment really. You, you know, know
1: what? Um, I do. Uh, those they sell those. Things that are the little solar packs that are—they uh, look like like an iPhone basically, right? And it's a sol- solar panel on one side, and then it's got a USB charger. Mm-hmm. Um, those are like nineteen bucks; they're mm-hmm. not expensive on Amazon. You could throw a couple of those in there, where you have like the little hand crank flashlight, radio, yeah.
2: the the hand charger, the uh, hand crank radio flashlight would be a great combo. Would you I, don't know what's going on, and you're. Right isolated. So,
1: on my ARs, I have uh the the like, I don't know, I think I have like a Smith & Wesson tactical light. You know, it's one of those you hit it and it's like a strobe light or it's 900 lumens or it's, you know, whatever. I think it's like 900 lumens for an hour and a half and then like 120 lumens for like 10 hours or something like that. Whatever. Point is, I was like, "Oh, I need to find batteries for this that, you know, whatever, I can the end of the world, because that was one of the things I always read. Was the guys in Iraq and Afghanistan were like, "Yeah, I bought all this cool tactical gear, and then they can't buy the batteries anywhere, because mm-hmm. you know, good luck freaking buying three volt right. batteries at the Iraqi mini mart, you know? Right? So anyway, I was like, I got to find the right batteries for these. So they're three volt, and I started looking for solar chargeable. Mm-hmm. You know, I was looking for a solar charger that would do three volt batteries. What I found was 3-volt batteries that actually had a micro USB plug in the side of it. Really? So it just has the opening in the battery, and you plug it in, plug and the battery I can right plug into that the into the little solar pad mm-hmm. and charge them right up. And I was like, it's pretty badass. You know, it gets me through the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Now, me, being the prepper that I am, I have big bundles of AA batteries. You know, I'm buying right. the 50-pack the or whatever. Right. And I always have. I actually rotate it through my household use and whatever. And I bought, you know, I think a 28-pack of the 3-volt batteries. Mm -hmm. But just the same, I bought a couple of those solar chargeable ones. Right. And same thing. I have a bunch of N loop solar AA Mm -hmm. battery, AAA battery, that kind of stuff. Whatever my comms and all these things need, I have the batteries for it. And these, another thing you might want to have in this stash, you know. Like I said, maybe the hand crank radio, something like that.
2: Yeah, a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the, you know, I'm a big proponent of uh, batteries. Right. Love it. You know, you can't have enough of those. Stack up. And if you
1: shop right, they're not as expensive as you
2: think. Right. If you're buying the four-pack at Home Depot on your way to check out. They're expensive as hell. You're spending some money.
1: Right. But if, you know, I mean, if you look around, they're not that bad. Yeah. My kid's an idiot and signed up for some kind of AAA batteries in some big box on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And he checked like the auto delivery. So it was like four months before he got around to canceling it. And And I'm like, like, oh, I'll take those. Don't even worry about it. I'll find a use for them. Mm -hmm. Needless to say, I'm not buying AAA batteries for the rest of my life. Right. Got it covered.
2: Got to cover. I mean, like I said, they'll last for five years. Yeah, and no, it's not, it's not a not yeah, it's without not a problem. Got to get rid of. Yeah. Now, the, uh, another thing I would put in there is a, a tarp, and I would say that for shelter building, like a, mm-hmm. a tarp that is big enough to, uh, you know, cover a lean to, something like that. Um, Maybe rope. dry matches. You know, your yep. old school prepper. Rope, uh, zip ties, fire starter. Like you're saying, um, you know, a lot Maybe of a these box guys... of nine millimeter. There you go, or whatever, whatever round of choice, right? Choose. Yeah, whatever you choose, um, fishing line, hooks, bobbers, bait, that sort of stuff. You know where you're at. You know your location. You know where you're stashing it, right? You know, think about the environment that you're in. If you're in the desert, don't bother with the fish hooks and the fishing line. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, think about think about the needs you're going to have. Obviously, you're going to want to have a good survival knife in there.
1: Maybe it's in the middle of the woods. Maybe you want a can of bug spray.
2: Ooh, there you go. It's not a bad idea. Secret of the pros, right the there. Yeah. Um, I have on here, um, first aid kit. Okay. But I would recommend you just don't get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, I. I don't have a first aid kit in mine. But you know, I I have like a track ass. Yes. I I have a natural ability to avoid dangerous shit. Yeah. I don't know how it's happened. I've never broken a bone. I've narrowly missed a lot of, uh, lot Tell you of what, dangerous put shit.
1: Put a tube of triple antibiotic in there. Call it good. Yeah,
2: put some gauze in there. You're all right. Use the fishing line to stitch, stitch yourself up.
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't think the Band-Aid is going to make the difference. Mm-hmm.
2: So. Uh, hatchet, uh, multi-tool. Those are small. I love a good like Leatherman. Yeah. You can get, you can get one that's, that's cheap. For twenty bucks, if you want to apologize to
1: yourself, (laughs) um, what you can do is—is Kevin's actually right. If you guys actually go on eBay, um, you can find a lot of the kind of used, beat up a little bit, Mm -hmm. just as good. You sharpen it up nice, yeah. Maybe even return it to Leatherman and have them replace all the broken pieces. They'll just send you a new one, and I got to tell you, the last time the new one they sent me is kind of shitty. Like I sent them a nice one. You know, it's like actually, it was really nice. It was the old school PST. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like the first, like the standard Leatherman that everybody knows. And they sent me one of the new, like Waves or something. And they were like, this is the equivalent. Yeah. No. Nah. No. It's got as many tools, but it sucks. It's not functional. It doesn't work the way it's not natural, you know? Yeah. But anyway, sorry. It's a little bit of anger. Yeah. But now, move on. one thing
2: I wanted to touch on, uh, you know, we talk about firearms, and I Chuck like was firearms. talking about the 9mm uh, rounds and, and that sort of thing. And and obviously, Taylor, you, this is something you want to tailor very personally to you. This is something you want. I would recommend um, even a compound bow. If, you're, if you don't know how to use a compound bow, don't put one in there because no. it's not going to be any good. You're not going to be able to hit shit. I've never if, used a compound bow. Well, I was watching um, a show called Alone, and okay. a guy uh, found stuff that, you know, uh, on the, washing up on the beach. You know, it's it's basically a show where they go out. Uh, they're in Patagonia in the one I was watching, and they're in the middle of nowhere. And he found stuff to make a uh, uh, sl- uh, not a slingshot, yeah, a slingshot.
1: Okay, but basically,
2: uh, you know, he found like some some uh, medical rubber tubing. Always and fashioned a fashioned a slingshot, he and sucked. it was great for taking down small game. If he could hit anything, he yeah I mean, he couldn't spend he two hours. And... He did spend two hours, but he's trying to shoot like ducks out of the water and shit like that, and it just wasn't working out for him. Now I'm hoping I haven't watched the whole season. All I'm right. hoping he. Comes along, gets better at it. All right, but I, like I mean, there's it. a lot of a lot of stuff. If you're thinking about having to survive in the wilderness on your own with only these items, learn how to use learn them. how to use them. Yeah, it's not going to be any good if you I, even I a say nine it, millimeter. If you can't hit shit, right? Then That's there's the no point. point in having it.
1: What I would say is, you know. um, Oh, by the way, my Leatherman—it's a Wingman. is the one that I say is a piece of shit. Okay, that's the, the wingman, That's the one not to insane. buy. That's the one not to buy. But it's like I said with uh, first aid kits—if you don't know how to use it, don't put it in there. You're right. just taking up space. It's going to get in the way when you're looking for the shit. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you should learn how to
2: use the stuff. Right. But use you know what's practical. Right. Um. Obviously, like we're that's saying, it. this is your stash spot for the things that you
1: need. If you're the master with the freaking slingshot, mm-hmm. then have a slingshot in there.
2: Yeah. If you're good at if you're good at fishing, then get everything you need in there.
1: If you're like I'm, rogue in the end of the world, and I'm walking around with an AK in my hand, then don't put nine millimeter in there. Then freaking your seven six two crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Whatever you know.
2: But obviously, this is something that you want to be able to find that nobody else can. So the location. Now is I deep.
1: carved an X in the tree where mine was in there the bark. Go. Perfect. Because
2: nobody'll know what that means. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've got mine just sitting under a pile of leaves uh-huh. because uh, I go back. I I go past it at least twice a week, so it's something that I can keep an eye on and cover up if it needs to be more covered up. But the idea is that—is
1: it in an orange Home Depot <laughs> Cam, with an orange <laughs> lid? <laughs> with an orange, and it just takes one good wind yeah. and.
2: Yeah, no, I mean that the 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 idea though is is something that you can access. You right. don't want something that's uh, that's a hundred miles away and that maybe you'll be in the general area. You know, right. you don't want to make that kind of investment. Um,
1: a lot of people, when you have the survival camp and stuff like that, and you're worried about being overrun, that kind of thing, they'll set the stashes just two hundred feet back in the woods. Mm-hmm. You know, just out of sight, or maybe it's five hundred feet yeah. back in the Stacks woods. Stack
2: some logs and rocks around it.
1: You know. And at least you have a fallback position if you're overrun.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: we can go back and get some more gear, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they came in and took all our guns. You know? Who's to say? And don't – here the other thing, don't put it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kevin talked about – I mentioned it sucks when you have stuff hidden in 18 different places – and you're like, oh, I got to remember this. I got to have a chart here to find that. And, mm-hmm. and it's ridiculous. But also don't put everything in one spot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you can't have all your guns in one place. Right. Um, even, it, even in your house. It, it's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're just going to end up losing all your guns at one time. Right. When right. a burglar comes in, obviously. Right. Some kind of armed intruder that you did not expect. Mm-hmm. I mean, how often do people break into houses and
2: steal guns? It happens.
1: Apparently in New York, if you have a concealed carry, they want to just, like, publish your freaking address in the newspaper Uh and say, this guy has a concealed carry. And they're thinking, well, that might embarrass you. But what they're really doing is saying, hey, if
2: you're a criminal, this guy. If you need to steal some guns, let me tell you where. Um, Now, like I said, this is uh, what I have set up is a three-year three-year stash spot. I'm not going to have to go back and replace anything for three years. Okay. This is a... a, Is there corned beef hash in there?
1: I heard you say canned meat.
2: I don't want to get too deep into my preps, but I have an affinity for corned beef hash. All right. It's very high calorie. Uh, I like it, though. I like it. Uh, All right, so... I keep a chicken in my stash... What's
1: that? I keep one of my chickens, so I always have eggs. I put <laughs> them right in, in the there. box. <laughs> it's
2: like you go in the box. Uh huh. I have that uh that pony that I bought my kid that I'm oh, gonna yeah. surprise him on his 16th birthday. It's in the box. <laughs> it's in the box.
1: Right under the 500 pound mm-hmm. gorilla.
2: Right. Sounds right. All right. So uh so that's it for tonight. Uh, right. If You guys want to email us uh, if you have any ideas or questions on on uh, preps and things like that. Well, you know uh, what? I want to hear us talk about something.
1: They should—what should they do? Email How would they us get at
2: preppingbadass at g-
1: uh, gmail.com. Nice. I, I like it. Now, one of the things you guys may not know, there's a company called PFA Supply. Uh-huh. They actually make these survival pucks that they put all kinds of cool shit like lighting, fire starting— General essential, you know, right? Whatever uh, one with they're like, thirteen gear, bucks. Yep. They're cheap.
2: Mm-hmm. First aid kit. This might and be something small. you
1: want to throw right. in your stash pile. Yeah, and
2: they seal up nice. Thirteen bucks. Uh-huh. Seriously, you and can't get it together small, for thirteen bucks. Very small space, space wise.
1: And I, you could think, even put that don't, in your fake wall. Don't hold me to this and get angry if it doesn't work out. But I think if you use the code badass at checkout, you might get free shipping. Ooh. All right. Now, I heard rumors. Right. So, well, we're not 100% sure. I'm on not sure. I yet. haven't actually tried that. Okay. I do have the Survival Pucks, though. Uh huh. And I have tried those. Right. I haven't tried the
2: free shipping. They're, coupon. they're actually pretty cool. The so, amount that they can pack into these little, little containers. That's it, amazing. right?
1: So, they might be something you want to check out. They're uh, PFA Supply.com. Um, otherwise, you guys might want to head over to Patreon, show us a little love. You love this podcast. You want to keep us around all the time. We'll probably keep doing it anyway. But yeah, if you're gonna like spend a dollar,
2: a dollar fifty on coffee every morning,
1: why not buy us a coffee?
2: Yeah. a cup of coffee. Buy me a cup. You of know coffee. What? I don't
1: even think a they dollar limit a month. You.
2: A cup of coffee a month.
1: I don't know. I don't know if they can do different amounts. I know it does like a dollar, five dollar, ten dollar. But I feel like if you found a way to donate like two dollars a month to the Prepping Badass. It would be like you're buying Chuck a cup of coffee. Mm, you that might would be get a nice thing less, to do for a friend. You know, that that's something you do for a friend, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way I'd say it. I mean, you know, I'd take it like that. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know, that guy's a good friend. <laughs> that's what I'd say. Maybe yep. that girl, you know, she's a good friend. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd say. That's right. So just putting that out there. Now, if you had like four bucks, I mean, then it could be like fancy coffee I'm not going to drink fancy coffee, but I'll have Kevin over and we'll both have a cup of crappy coffee.
2: Yeah, there you go. That's even better. You know, even
1: better, right? I think mm-hmm.
2: McDonald's has the I'm dollar gonna, coffee. I was in the, you know, when I was in the Navy, I feel like I you have, got a tolerance I have like for crappy a, coffee. I even enjoy crappy coffee. I got to say
1: when like um, my Patriots ply or something has some kind of coffee for the end of the world, And I was like, wait a minute. I can just go to Sam's Club, and they got the big things, of freeze-dried coffee. Yeah. Sure, it might taste a little shitty, but freeze-dried coffee is freeze-dried coffee, right? Right. So I buy these big Folgers Uh things. So I run out of coffee. Like, I don't know. It was like two months ago or something. I run out of coffee, and I'm like, well, I do have like 20 of those freaking big tubs of Folgers Mm -hmm. because I'm not going through the apocalypse without coffee. Yeah. And I freaking crack one open. Whatever, taste it, and I was like, "Man, it's gonna be freaking hard in the apocalypse." Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Folgers is not really that good; it's kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, I I been my new plant like, is chock full of nuts. Okay, and that's that's my that my budget. Well, they have the metal cans too, right? And just if you find like five or six big plastic containers of uh, Folgers on your front step. I'm just saying,
2: mm-hmm.
1: maybe it's because I'm helping you out, or maybe I'm cursing you with shitty coffee for the uh, rest of your life. I'm just saying, I do have well, a year's worth like, of coffee. is like
2: pizza or beer, you know? It's Even even shitty pizza is, is right. good, you know? I drink Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's not good, but it's better than nothing. It's better than drinking it's water like It's better than, like than nothing, full... but
1: then you get to, like, bush in a can. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm not going to go that far. And then you're like, nah, I'm good. That's all right. You just keep it. So,
2: all right. But with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self Defense Radio Network. <laughs>
0: mondays with into the blue brought to you by academy sports and outdoors every monday night from 7 to 10 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment a life that has the stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a winchester life yeah baby 6 8 western i'll there baby right there tune in every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv